0: Good day, you beautiful people. My name's Justin Grippentrog and I am the host of The Day Hiker's Guide to Reality, a podcast for those who want to get out into nature and build camaraderie through storytelling. You read that right. Today's episode is about doing the do. Let's be real. When they say leave no trace, they mean leave no trace. For real, leaving shit on the trail's gross. Hey Justin, what's in your poo kit? Oh, hey. Thanks for asking. So, what is a poo kit? A poo kit's everything that you're going to need in order to take a poo on the trail. Off the trail. Get that right. Off. So, what's in my poo kit? In my poo kit, I keep toilet paper, hand sanitizer, two extra baggies, and we'll get to why I do that later, and a trowel. Um, the trowel I use is a cheap, like six-dollar one you can buy at REI. It's convenient because it has the measurements on it already. Well, why do you need measurements? Well, the recommendation is that you dig a cat hole that is six inches deep by five inches wide. And after you find your safe spot, you know, dig your hole and go right into the hole. It's as easy as it sounds. If you're peeing pee anywhere again if you're in mountain goat uh, country kind of pee on a rock far away from the trail and let them come seek that out Um, but when you're going number two go inside your six by five cat hole most busy trailheads will have privies they'll have vault toilets they'll have restrooms at the beginning but as a person with Crohn's disease nature can call at any time and sometimes it's at the most inconvenient time so what do you do Well, the first thing is, is you're going to want to get about 200 feet off the trail and away from a water source or a camp, and this can be kind of tricky. You don't want to get lost, getting lost, losing your way from the trail while you're deep in the back country can be a life-threatening situation. So make sure that you have a compass that you're checking. If you head west, you got to head east to get back, or if you have something you can make a marker of to kind of guide your way back, do it. Do not lose the trail. Once you ensure that you're 200 feet away from a water source, a camp, or the trail, you gotta dig your hole. After you squat down, you go in the hole, be sure to kind of mix it up with the dirt with a stick and then cover it back up. This way it will help break down the poo a little bit easier and nobody will step in it. It's a win-win. I guess it also deters animals from trying to seek out your feces Which is really gross, but hey, sometimes corn squeaks through. Deer gonna do what deer do. See what I did there? (laughs) Imagine how pissed off a moose would be if he stepped in your shit. Just think about that. If you're using wet wipes, pack them in the small extra bags that you keep in your poo kit. Pack it out. Those won't break down like regular toilet paper will. So you gotta take that out with you. Yeah, it seems gross, but keep it in its own bag within the poo kit. Uh, It's the best way to do it. And if you're above the tree line, you know, this might gross you out a little bit. People with dogs probably won't get as grossed out by this, but pack that poo with you and take it back down to the trail. I've been on plenty of summits and the ground's usually too rocky. You're not going to be able to dig a sufficient hole and it is disgusting when you come around somebody's shit while you're up there. Uh, It's unnecessary, it's unwelcome, so don't be that person. Pack it out. Leave no trace, for real. Be sure to sanitize your hands after. You don't want to get diarrhea, you don't want to get any nasty bugs from your feces. So make sure you kill as many of those germs as you can. If you are camping or backpacking, and you've already set up camp, it's not a bad idea to set up an emergency hole about 200 feet away from your campsite. Again, speaking as a person with Crohn's disease, sometimes you just gotta go. And if you are in a panic and you feel like something might be slipping, it's pretty convenient to have a hole ready to go for you. If you find yourself needing to go on a narrow trail, Get as far away and safely as you can off the trail, being sure you're away and you're away from any source of water and you can dig a hole deep enough to go in. If you are above the tree line, again, pack the poo up in a bag, double seal it, carry it out with you. Again, it's just super gross to run into. And you know, another pro tip, just be aware of if there are any ticks in the area or Poison oak or ivy. If you're gonna go off the beaten trail, you're gonna run into these things, and it's good to be aware of, just so you know you can check yourself later, or before you squat down or decide to wipe with any of the leaves, make sure you can identify what those leaves are, because that can ruin a trip real fast to get a rash. And ticks carry some nasty bacteria. You know, I mentioned as being a person with Crohn's disease, sometimes these these events can come up real quick. And I can tell you firsthand, man, it's really nerve wracking. If you can't dig a hole fast enough and you don't have very much space between the trail or falling off a cliff, you know, it can be be embarrassing, but try to get as much cover and as far away as you can safely. It's not everybody else's responsibility to know where you're at all the time. So don't make an awkward encounter out of it. So do you guys know what a bidet is? Cause man, I grew up not knowing at all that people splash water on their bums. But apparently there are backpacking bidets. They're essentially little caps that you put on the water bottle that you can spray with. I did not know that poo was water soluble and it just rinses right off. Apparently some people use these little handheld bidets and just kind of clean themselves up. Make sure that you have your hand sanitizer with you after you're done to kind of clean up but apparently some people swear by it and to me it looks like if you want to use a bidet just carry an extra cap for a smart water water bottle on you with a little couple holes drilled into it uh tack them in use a nail punch them out i don't know if i will ever use the bidet technique it i don't know it's probably cleaner it probably feels better but i just don't know i mean I think I'm too much of a germaphobe to use my other hand like that. But teach their own. I ain't judging. Also, while we're on this topic, has anybody ever heard the, the, the saying that pee is sterile? Pee is absolutely not sterile. That shit bothers me. You know, sterile insinuates that it's free of bacteria. Well, there's bacteria in your kidneys. There's probably bacteria in a lot of urethras. Uh, you know, it's not all bad. It's not all like urinary tract bacteria, but there there are some bacterias. I would bet that lactobacillus or strep- uh, streptobacillus is in urine. That shit's everywhere. But that just bothers me. I mean, we, we say it's sterile because the bacterias can't grow inside the petri dish that are present in urine. And to avoid false positives, you know, they don't count it under a certain number of cell growth count. But that does, that does bother me. Uh, Don't be drinking your pee. I know the guy from that one climbing movie says he swears it helps save his life. But I mean, if, if I read this right, urine is 95% water and the other 5% are waste compounds and extra electrolytes such as salt. And I'm pretty sure that ocean water is 95% water and about 3% salt. So you can get super dehydrated drinking salt water from the ocean. I'm assuming the same would probably happen if you kept drinking your urine. So I guess all I'm saying is don't believe the hype against urine therapy. Uh, Yeah, that's a real thing. Look it up. Urine therapy. Seriously, there's no known research that supports it. (laughs) And, <laughs> uh, you know, if you're if you're going to be drinking your own pee for health benefits, there probably should be some literature behind it. But again, what do I know? Science has changed numerous times about how we observe the natural world and we describe things. Uh, it didn't used to be so, air quotes, objective driven. Okay, okay. So there I was one time. I was hiking in Washington and I hadn't had a crap attack in Maybe a year. Maybe since I had gotten diagnosed with Crohn's disease. And there I was. It was probably about 95 degrees. I was sweating pretty hard. I was wearing one of my favorite trail shirts. And as I was going, suddenly I felt my stomach, just everything inside me, just kind of drop to the floor. And I I can imagine, you know, this feeling. And I started sweating. And we're not talking just a normal 95 degree weather sweating. My upper lip started sweating. You know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You've seen it before. You get it. Anyways, so my upper lip's sweating. My stomach feels like it's dropping out of myself. And I need to go. And there is nowhere. I come to the end of a switchback. And I look over, and there's a cliff. But then there's like the little room to kind of wiggle over. And I, I had to go there. And, you know, this might be a little TMI, but, you know, having Crohn's, sometimes it's loose. And uh, I didn't have time to dig dig a hole. And I heard people walking by because it was a moderately traffic trail. And man, I was so embarrassed. Uh, You know, I started growling like I was a bear. Like, you know, keeping people away and such. Not really. I think that people kind of caught on and kept uh, about their business. But man, it was truly embarrassing. And after I got done, I didn't know really what to do. So... <laughs> I I had to use the shirt I had on and a couple grocery bags I kept in my pack to kind of put it together put it inside one of the grocery bags put the other grocery bag inside the other and I had a long sleeve henley in my bag so to finish this hike and head back to the trailhead about 6 more miles, 7 more miles I was wearing a Henley long sleeve shirt in the 95 degree weather, and it was humid and it was sweaty, and my upper lip dried out before the rest of my body. So I had that going for me. Not being prepared on the trail really can do you in. It can uh, really hit you in a low spot. Doesn't feel good. Nope. But hey, I got that out there, and I'm only human. Everybody poops. So there you have it, doing the do on the trail. Pack your poo kits, get out there, and if nature calls, you're ready to answer. Thank you all for who keep listening to the show. I mean, I love y'all. You guys are great. You're my peoples. This gives me something to do. I'm so grateful that I get an opportunity to do this. Yeah, it's a little bit time consuming. It, you know, There's a lot that goes into it, planning editing, recording. But, you know, I get it done. Luckily, I love my career. I love what I'm doing. I still get out. I've been disc golfing every single day this week since the weather's gotten nicer. So if any of y'all are in Colorado and you want to chuck some discs, holler at your main. I'm down, you know. I'm throwing one under almost every par three, so that'll be a challenge. As always... Don't forget to tell your friends, tell your family, tell your mama about the Day Hiker's Guide to Reality and tell them that you can listen to it for free at Spotify, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, or wherever they listen to their shows. Don't forget to give me a rating and write a review and let me know how I'm doing. Until next time, I hope you're safe. Hope you're well. Hope we're, hope we're uh, seeing the light at the end of this tunnel. You know, probably going to need boosters for the next couple COVID variants, but that's okay life will get better. Catch you later, y'all.